<laughs> one of those moments, like I said. <laughs> all right, 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 yeah. Rent it up. Rent it up. All right. Rent of spoons. Rent of spoons. You got rent of spoons. I'm KJ Bryant, and it's not just me. The following program is for adult audiences only. Recently, I just found out that driving the boat was not a sex thing. I don't, I don't know. The cake on the dick. I'm, I'm thinking he was talking about the cake, I guess. It's not just me. Welcome to It's Not Just Me. Yeah. Hosted by KJ yeah, Chill. Yeah, yeah. Astronaut. Let's get it. Kick it, flavor, sailor, run. That's how I walk. That's how I walk. Let this paper be the reason why you talk. Ain't no favors, they gon' have on you and chop. You the biggest, biggest hater of them all. It ain't no time, it ain't no time, it ain't no time. Smoking on that gelato right now. Hey. Shout outs to the curator. <laughs> there go. You've been burned. You dropping them down, you dropping them down, you dropping them down. You look like you lying, you look like you lying, you look like you lying. We do the sign at the sign, day. Sign up to the sun down. Feel like I stood on the run. They trying to tell me to calm down. People ask came in the game. Then I start rocking that tough. We don't know what we be saying. We just be yelling our buns. We don't know what we be saying. We just be yelling our buns. I like to play with the pants. Right before I do the encore, I like to play with the cat. Go on the run and splash. I like to play with the cat. Go to Chanel and splash. I like to go to the jeweler. Tell them to make me some glass. I like to play with the cat. Go to Chanel and splash. Kick and play with Saint Laurent. Watch how I walk. Let this paper be the reason why we talk. Ain't no favors, they gon' outline you and chop. You the biggest, biggest hater of them all. It ain't no time, it ain't no time, it, it ain't, ain't no time. time. Yes, hey. sir, and we back. All right, so Drake didn't put his album out. Um, now, with that being said, he never actually said, at least I don't think, that it was him officially that said that the album was going to come out on August 28th, but it's one of those things where I guess the fans ran with something, including me. I don't know. There was a bunch of wrong reports about it. You know what I'm saying? But maybe we just wished it into existence or maybe Drake decided not to drop it because other people pushed some things back um, after the Jacob Blake shooting. But there's one thing for sure and two things for certain if Drake doesn't drop an album this weekend. That is that it would not be eligible for a Grammy in 2021, which may be a statement all in itself. So what do you think about that? Um... I think Drake just like the element of surprise. I think he's going to be, he's going to drop whenever he feels like dropping. Right. Like everything is loaded up and all he got to do is hit the button type shit. You feel me? And I think he's going to drop at like three in the morning one night. You feel me? I don't know. I think, I don't, I don't think he likes everybody knowing his next move. Right. You get what I'm saying? And, and maybe there's some like, I mean, because if you think about it, he don't necessarily need any more entries for Grammy nominations. Because he did put out Dark Lane demo tapes, and I'm pretty sure singles that became, or those some of those leaks that became official releases and come to worst, would count. His last two singles he put out with DJ Khaled and The Laugh Not Cry, right. though, both was number ones. So, worst come to worst, he still got reliable records for entries. Right. So, I don't think he's too pressed on... Getting ready for Grammy. Maybe he's just really setting it up for 2022 because that's where it would be. Now, with that being said, the official ending date, like the cutoff date for Grammy eligibility isn't actually until Monday the 31st. Okay. So, what, now, what people say is that most albums, you know, there's no real rule to it, but because of how they can catch that extra weekend as far as reporting counts, right. most people drop new music on Fridays. Right. But Drake could always drop a project on Monday and it would still count. Now, do you think that Drake, as big as he is, could afford giving up the weekend 
and still land at number one with an album on that first week? Uh, based off of the singles he already have that he would put on the album will already be a number one album. So I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think time okay, right, right. And, and dates and all of that shit really matters to him. You know what I'm saying? And it right. would go number one as soon as he puts it out. So it don't, maybe he has a point to prove Like I could put an album out the last week yeah. of the week of consideration and still go number one i don't know yeah well i was definitely hoping that it came out um i mean now there was some um music that came out not exactly what i was expecting but there was some few unexpected gems that hit um first and foremost i like this new record from russ featuring kaylani called take you back um that shit is all right um Internet Money, they put out this project called Before the Storm. Now, I've been following them for a little while, like, on Instagram. They're, like, a young crew of producers and songwriters did a lot of um, Juice World shit mm, and, like, you know, I these little skies. I read this idea first. Yeah, I know. I, ain't seen I know. Shit, of though, course, of I course, know. of course, yeah. But that's one of the reasons why I really kind of, like, followed them a lot. So it's cool to see them put out this project. Um, I think that they showed that they have... Um, they have great relationships with this younger crop of these artists coming up because they're producing a lot of their early records and a lot of their first hits. Uh. So I think that as some of these artists grow into bigger household names within the future and then a crew like this um, continuing to do projects like this and this DJ Khaled type yeah, of style yeah, production, yeah, yeah. they could definitely catch one on their second time doing this. This one was a good try and they had some great joints on there. I fucked with it. Um, I'm going to play something off there a little bit later. Of course, I mean, you know, the Sway Lee and Future joint it was another one of those sway lees chasing unforgettable again you know what i'm saying but this one was more pleasant than some of the other ones you know what i'm saying and of course future this thing on there they had some other joints that i'm stuck out to me um y'all can check it out it's called before the storm um corday put out um a joint called gifted featuring roddy rich um that shit's all right Ty Dolla Sign surprised us with a joint called Expensive featuring Nicki Minaj. Put out a music video with it too. You can tell Nicki Minaj is pregnant as shit because um, <laughs> they really only filmed her like from the chest up facing the mirror. Like like you were looking at her reflection in the mirror. The whole The time? camera angle. Yeah. When she was doing her verse. They didn't show her body at all. Mm. But she had to like the pregnant girl glow in the face. Like it wasn't the makeup. Like you know how when you be saying like like, like right, they be right, like right. you be she was glowing. Yeah. She definitely yeah, had to she glow. Had on yeah. Nah, she had to glow. So they, she ain't show her ass or nothing in the video? Nothing. Because she probably pregnant as shit right now. So that makes your ass fatter. But she probably ain't trying to show the pregnant belly. You know what I'm saying? You know how some people she are. She just took pictures in the shit. Yeah, but that was like deliberate. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like That was like on purpose. We know you pregnant if you don't right. sit your ass on a right. hammock or something. Yeah, she's just trying to, you know how you know how she's trying Post to. Post a pose and do the video. Um, let's see what else now. Um, Nas thinks that we're reading too far into it when it comes to the speculation that Jay Z always um, steps on his release dates. Um, I don't think we are. I think that that's a thing. I don't think that it's a thing like where it's like Jay Z is like doing it out of like. No. hate or anger is just a competitive thing no, I, I don't it, think that it's an it accident is, right? that every time Nas puts something out Jay-Z puts something what out what it is right low key they still beefing <laughs> you feel me but they seen how massive the beef can be if it's public right so they take their little shots here and there it's just that Nas can't take no shots <laughs> <laughs> unless you're putting it in music but then that's noticeable you get what I'm saying right so what hove do? Well, I I'm mean, a, I'm a motherfucking put something out the same day. You yeah, yeah, every time it just happens every time. And yeah. and there was like this chart that I seen on the internet that was pointing out like all the dates, like the release dates. Like Nas put this out this day, Jay Z put this out this day, Nas put this out this day, Jay Z and Beyonce put out album the next day. Like it, it's just like yeah, but um, that's just funny. You know what this is though? It's like these two names would will forever be connected mm -hmm. together. You get what I'm saying? Like right. Shaq and Kobe. Right. Like, even when they was beefing, it's like Shaq and Kobe names was connected together. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And when Kobe's gone, you feel me? Like, that's what is going to be his most memory. You feel me? Shaq and Kobe. You know what I'm mm -hmm. So Nas and Jay-Z is always going to be put together in a group, no matter how it 
how will you like it? You feel so me? think about this. Um, yeah. So right now it seems that Lil Durk and Takashi Six Nine name is going hand in hand. Um, even so much so that apparently Six Nine's putting out an album on September fourth called Tattletales. Leaning into the snitch persona. If you and listen to Lil this Dirk, album, Lil Dirk, Lil Dirk, Lil Dirk says that he's putting out something on September fourth, also called the Voice. Uh-huh. So he's looking to step on Six Nine's release date. Do you think people will rally and support around the, the Lil Dirk n- project? They should. Will. They should. Right. All the real niggas will. It, what it, he, what Six Nine got is white corporate America. Right. Because white corporate America wants somebody. To come in here and fuck shit up and cause dysfunction and make us look all crazy and distracted and all that type of shit. So right, white right. corporate America is going definitely support that project, especially because of what he did and they want that to make you feel me trying to push that agenda and all that type of shit. But all the real niggas know, like if you listen to that shit, I don't care. Right. You're self-conscious. I don't care if you're in the room by yourself and you listen to it. <laughs> Your conscience is going to eat at you. <laughs> so go support support little Dirk, the voice, man. We, we yeah, go. I think people have to. Like it, it's it's what it's almost like the kind same kind of situation as when Bobby Schmurder comes home. Like, all right, uh-huh. with the amount of energy, and mind you, this is not the first time I'm speaking about this. I've been saying this since Six Nine came home. I've been saying that all these niggas need to stop putting the energy into letting us know how much you don't fuck with him because we know it. Just the by energy, saying his name you're, is you're, enough you're energy keeping him, for you're, him. You're right. keeping him going, right? Right. So with all this energy that's been put into people expressing loudly how much they don't fuck with 6 9 for what he did, then the nigga who did not only the opposite, but the opposite and then some, should they be rolling the red carpet out for this nigga when he come home? He gets the just came home stimulus package, which includes a pair of sneakers, a jacket, some jeans, a number one single. <laughs> I was getting ready to say this package ain't sounding too good right now. Package nah. ain't sounding too good at all right nah, now. I know nah, no. when you're home, man, just come home. You uh-huh. feel me? Get some clothes. You feel me? Some sneakers, some money, some drugs. You feel me? But in this case, he gets a uh, Rowdy and Bobby. And, and I would have to throw Max B in there. I'm a Max B fan. And there's been rumors that he's getting a pill or whatever the case may be. And I would like to see him come home. But when these fellas come home, they get what I, this this is the name of the package. It's called the Gucci package. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Gucci came home. What happened? Three number one albums. A wife. He got a baby on the way now. You feel me? Gucci yeah. is living a whole totally different life. But here's the thing about that. Uh-huh. Yes, he, he did get a lot of love when he came home. But on the scale of biggest artist, plural, in the world, in that type of conversation, he hasn't never really gotten back to that um, level, right? But for um, a guy like Bobby, who had the hottest record on the streets at the time, the hottest record on the chart. Who back to that level? Gucci. Fuck no. You, you kidding me? Yeah. No. no. Gucci Gu- is making way more money now than he did back then. He's probably making a lot more money. Right. That's but, all that matters. But as far as, listen, you know what I'm talking about. You know No, what I'm he's about. not. He don't rap like old Gucci. No, I'm saying that he's not rated as like in the higher. He wasn't back of, then either though. He, no, he, he was bigger back then. Think about it though. And, and mainstream rapping, right, right. he wasn't considered uh, uh, like one of the top. You feel me? Gucci. But he was on his way up. Remember the album uh, before. Remember, remember, it all went downhill after he went to the jail. He went to jail a bunch of times. It fucked it up. Right. But remember the, the first time, time that really fucked it up when he's really on his way up is when he had the project with the single with Usher with the Spotlight single. Yeah, 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 Man, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. like eight, nine, like certified. He was mainstream Gucci. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's when he was really. Gucci. And then they couldn't roll that project out right. So. And it still did okay. But that's right. what I'm saying. He but all I'm saying, all right, like not you trying to use Drake, Chris Brown, Future, like as a benchmark. But, but I mean, but like, no, he's he's leveled up. That's what I'm saying. Now he's in mainstream America. When he puts a project out, it's out there to the masses in white America and all, all right. that. Put like this: Gucci is as great as Gucci is doing right now. 
we would not put him in the top 10 of active anything right now. No, he's over. All right, so Bobby Smurder at one point in time would have been considered top 10 active of the young niggas. Then he did this. Was he, though? Well, I mean, niggas was saying he was off the one record. Listen, I'm not saying that he was, but niggas was saying he was. All right, so that's like saying, what's another record that pop? Listen, the music has nothing to do with his situation. Right. You get what I'm saying? All right, put it like this. Young M.A. puts ooh out. Ooh's on fire. Then she go to jail for seven years. Niggas would be swearing that Young M.A. is going to come home and be like, Rah. right, right. But, but, so but what, we seen <laughs> how young M.A. played right. out. But what uh, I'm saying is, you that me? so we, after ooh, she goes to jail. She goes to seven years. Right. We could speculate how she would have kept going, but we see how that plays out. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So who's to say it wouldn't have played out like that for him? Now, don't get me wrong. I listened to Rowdy and Bobby. I like their music. You okay. feel me personally? So I was a fan. Yeah. But I'm saying. They wasn't to the masses like how they because we was actually in New York at the time. Yeah, and, but they had and the then, hottest like, single out. They had the hottest shit out. That don't that don't matter. Everybody, was but for about. six months to corporate America, you get what I'm saying. Like the single was done by the time they right. went to jail. Right, they was right, looking right. for the next single. Exactly, and the next single was supposed to be Computers. Right, you remember Computers came out and they never shot. The, did they shoot the video? I don't know. I don't remember. They might have. I don't know. Oh, no. All I'm saying is that since this massive energy they got, I'm getting off track. The, right, all right, the energy right. they got put into <laughs> Takashi 69 to say fuck him, uh-huh. the same energy times 10 should be put into Bobby to make him succeed when he gets out. And like we, He should have we, every advantage that he needs to succeed because he did the exact thing that y'all niggas said that, that niggas is supposed to do. Listen, and then some. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we we are going to take care of them. I can't even say we. They are going to take care of them. I'm saying it like right. I'm about to put in on it. They are going to take care of him when he gets home, man. Him and Rowdy. It's been anticipated for seven years now. As soon as they went in, you feel me? Niggas are screaming, free Rowdy, free Bobby. Niggas yeah. are still screaming, free Rowdy, free Bobby. You feel me? So... Definitely them two niggas when they get out. Well, our Kelly lawyer is screaming free now, Kelly. That's another story. <laughs> He's screaming free I Kelly. I don't think our he Ke- gets a stimulus our, package. Our, 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 <laughs> our Kelly got beat up in the in the cell because um every time the 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 protesters protest outside the jail, all the inmates don't get to get out and get a shower and they get on lockdown and all the shit like that. So them niggas is getting mad, they get tired of that shit. Somebody put their hands on his ass, you know what I'm saying? So now he's in solitary confinement and all that shit. And his lawyer saying he's afraid for his life. What if the guard wasn't fast enough? What if somebody has a shank? Blah blah blah. Listen, R. Kelly. This is this is this is what happens, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Welcome to jail. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You you think them niggas are just gonna accept the fact not that they're in prison? Yet. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, you think they're just gonna accept the fact that their life is inconvenienced because people are outside protesting against yo dumbass? Where is he? At? Is he in Cook County Jail? He's somewhere. I don't know where the fuck. He's in Metropolitan Correctional oh. Center in Chicago. I thought he was in Cook County. God damn, he would have been in Cook County. He would he would have been going already. <laughs> hey. Uh, but he don't get the stimulus package. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, R. Kelly. If you make it, somehow make it past this on your OJ shit. All right. So um, there was a picture that was floating around of Rick Ross and Kanye. Um, if you remember, Rick Ross did an interview with somebody. It's not really important. Um, not too long ago, but he was like talking spicy about Kanye. Like, I don't want to drop him on his head or some, some shit about something just uh-huh. in general, not something personal that he did to Rick Ross, but just right, about right. Kanye in general, yeah, like, like basically right positioning himself in the interview saying, I don't believe in that shit that Kanye be talking about. So fuck that nigga. Cause I'm super, super black. Rick Ross, the boss boss. Right. right All right. right. Whatever. So then there's the picture of him floating around with Kanye speculation is that he's, um, working on some records that are on this Donda project that Kanye has been. So Kanye is still putting on a project? I have no idea. Apparently. I don't know. Who knows? No one really knows what's going on. So you this is saying? not a gospel album or something? I have no idea what this nigga's oh, doing. He don't know what the fuck he's doing at this point. God damn, Kanye. Run. Get out. Leave. 
You don't want to hear Kanye and Rick Ross? Neither one of them. Fuck no. <laughs> no. I was done with Rick Ross after these niggas can't hold me back. These niggas <laughs> in. That shit was gone. But after that, it was over. All right. I'm about to play this joint off this internet money before the storm. This shit called Thrusting. It was <laughs> Sway Lee and Future. Oh, it's not just me. GPS ain't not misguided. recent episode of the podcast and then we was listening to um this morning's episode that came out when he was addressing the whole situation about mm. spotify and charlemagne and the whole conversation got me to thinking because i've been questioning that question myself for the longest time mm-hmm. and it seems to me that from him being there at spotify he knows more of the answers to the question that I've been looking for, which is how much is a stream actually worth? Mm. Because you can find just about anything on the internet. You can find just about any type of information. I can definitely tell you how much Apple and Spotify and 
um, um, what's title and whoever, mm-hmm. I can tell you how much they'll pay you per stream if you have your music distributed on those sites. But I can't tell you how much they get paid per stream when people listen to your song mm-hmm. because that information doesn't exist because nobody knows how much it's worth because it's a formula that has something to do with advertising and has something to do with data. Mm-hmm. Your data and the shit that they advertise to you has something to do with the equation of how much a company makes when a person listens to audio or watches video on their platform on the internet. Mm. But they tell us how much it's worth and how much they are going to pay us for it. Right. When the money that they're making, which we're not allowed to know how much that is or how they're even making the money, what the equation is, mm-hmm. is based off the, the shit that we're creating in the first place. So at the end of the day, the only reason why these companies make the money they make is because we put content on their sites. Like think about YouTube, for example, right? YouTube only exists because people upload videos to YouTube. Right. Right. Mm. So this is part of his whole beef with the whole deal with Spotify, where there's a situation where he figured that, the show that he has is more valuable than what they're offering him. And I think that that makes complete sense. Now I think people were, um, were thrown off because he was comparing himself and his show to big acquisitions that Spotify made like Gimlet for like $250 million and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But here's the point that I think niggas was not um, thinking of, you know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm saying. Imagine you, like run a barbershop or you run a restaurant or you run a, any type of business, a car mechanic shop, anything, right? Right. And you got the number one fucking shop in this shopping center, right? Right. For a whole year, right? Uh-huh. And then the shopping center goes and spends $250 million to buy 61 other of the same shit that you do, right? Right. And out of all those other ones, not one of them can even compare to the shit that you've been doing. None of them rank as high. None of them have as many listeners. None of them have as many, whatever. Right. right? If they were to, if they're willing to spend that much money for 61 other shits, just like you, they can't compete with your product. Then why wouldn't you think you were worth more right. than what they're offering you? Or what, what they uh-huh. gave mm-hmm. the other, whatever competitors or whatever you want to call them. Right. And I was just looking at the numbers just to see. So I looked at our numbers and realized that literally only like seven point something percent and 13 point something percent of our audience even listens to this shit on Spotify. Mm -hmm. So in all reality, it seems like that if, if the number one show has bad problems with negotiating with Spotify on a deal, then think about all of us independent podcasters that put our shit on Spotify that are driving audiences to there to listen. Now, a very small portion of our audience listens there. The only reason why we're there is because we would assume that they're positioning themselves to be a bigger player in the podcast space. But naturally, more people just listen to that shit on Apple or listen to that shit on, um, you know, the website. Right. But I ain't going to talk about that shit no more because I don't want to bore people with this fucking um, shit like that. But I just had to say something about that shit because that shit looked crazy to me. <laughs> and I get it, but it was crazy how people were trying to, like, make it sound. And then that's why I didn't want to play any clips from it because that's the problem. Like, people were just listening to clips and they didn't go back and listen to, like, the whole shit, everything yeah. that he was saying so they could get what the fuck it was. But i tell you one thing, though. The only way to find out how much a stream is worth is if you get your own shit like I've been saying. <laughs> I've been saying this. I swear I've been saying this. And what this is going to lead to? Niggas getting their own shit. And who said it first? Me. Watch. I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you. We got to hurry up and do it. All right. So, Masika fucking Kalisha. This fucking bitch. Masika. This fucking bitch fucking put on this fucking fucked up like bruises and blood like makeup and shit and acted like that she got fucking kidnapped by some niggas and she needed uh, some tips on her OnlyFans for them to let her go and shit trying to get OnlyFans subscribers then the bitch tried to come and say she was on set 
while she's now mind you she's doing videos and posting them to instagram at this point saying i'm on set sorry i scared you guys but um i'm on set doing this new show and this is just all makeup right now bitch you was in your fucking bathroom quit fucking lying then she said that she po um she partnered with this company called the rose organization that aims to help victims of sexual exploitation like she tried to clean it up it sounded all great then a lady who runs the rose organization came out and was like what the fuck is you talking about right so she has no idea what the fuck Masika is fucking doing and shit. This shit was wild as shit. I thought that was the illest shit that I ever seen, yo. Like, you pretended to be a victim of, like, some violent-ass, like, she, sex trafficking shit to get niggas to subscribe to your OnlyFans? Like, 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 is it nine. that bad out here? She got six. She got, like, she got six nine to get some tips. <laughs> Kidnapped and, <laughs> and extorted. Shit crazy. Bella Thorne break the record though. She earned a million dollars in twenty four hours on OnlyFans, Ooh. and she's not doing no little nudie shit. Who? Uh, this chick. She's some Disney chick, yo. She's some chick that used to be a Disney chick, and now she's a grown up. Then she made a OnlyFans, and in twenty four hours, she made a million dollars on that shit. She just like broke the game. Oh yeah. The mold is different now. It's, it's a bunch of people been complaining about it. You know what I'm saying? Because she basically. Is not doing the shit that them bitches is doing, like, on OnlyFans and shit. Right. She's just, like, you know, I don't know, connecting with her fans. I don't know. I'm not subscribing to any of this shit. Right. Because I get it. I understand it. That's how they get you in there. Because even if you don't like whatever whatever content is there, they got you for the subscription for the month. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. But anyways, so a million so, dollars in 24 hours. So if I get a OnlyFans and post my Instagram pictures and they subscribe to the genre, then they get, <laughs> and then they yeah. Get I mean, they, they gonna unsubscribe. You know what I'm saying? Right I after that, yeah. What you I just technically you would get the money for the month. Yeah, you would. You would. I'm yeah. about to make one. You crazy? I'm, shit. About, I'm about to make <laughs> one. These niggas want like I know this nigga trade don't got no. Yeah, Let's see what it's about. So <laughs> for ten ninety nine. Um, you know, what I'm saying the Democrat uh, Democratic National Party should be thanking Cardi B. Because she's out there on the front lines going to war with them. Um, she tore apart this one Republican fucking prosecutor in the Breonna Taylor case because he decided to bring her name up in this fucking speech talking about justice for America rather than justice for her. And Cardi B tore him. I mean, I mean, he didn't really say that, but by saying justice for America instead of just saying justice for her, and this being the first time he brought her name up in reference to any parts of this case, right. the only reason why the Republican National Committee had him up there is because he was the black guy in charge of the case. So Tar Cardi B tore his ass up, mm. and then her and Melania Trump got into it, and she out there like, hey, didn't she used to sell that WAP? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Um... Hold on, a lot. The the first the first lady of the United States, like Cardi B, you know, they got into it they, on, Twitter? on Twitter. Why? Is she on, <laughs> see, that's why he got it. Though. Yeah, yeah. Michelle I've, I've would never, never do nothing. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? I cannot believe that that when I went onto the internet earlier this week, I see headlines like this that I have to talk about that say that Cardi B and the first lady of the United States are beefing on Twitter. First of all, we all know that was Trump with the Twitter fingers. He would never let his his wife tweet <laughs> at Cardi B like that. She don't even want to be there. That's first of all. He took her phone <laughs> and said, hey, give me your phone. Let me tweet real quick. Right. At Cardi B. I can't do it from my phone. So, you know, um, he's trying to ban TikTok right now. Yeah. And it's right... Uh, it, this is a bad time for it, but I wonder if this is the reason why. Um, so TikTok for Business has this ad going, um, this promotion going. I just signed up for it for us. Um, $300 worth of ad credits, right? Boom. But I got to see if TikTok is even going to be around past September. You know what I'm saying? Before I even really want to start cashing in on it. You know what I'm saying? But you can run ads on TikTok. So I was thinking about just spending the $300 ad credits using this TikTok account that I just made KJ and chill and just run some ads for the show just to see how that shit works. I don't know. Fuck it. But if TikTok goes out, do you think, I mean, what do you think is going to happen first? 
Do you think that TikTok will A, get bought out by an American company, B, get banned altogether? Um, I think if it was going to get bought out, it would have been bought out by now. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because if they don't sell to an American company, I really almost they're going to be banned. I really almost don't know what TikTok is for real. For real, is it social media? Is it a place where you just post? videos at first i thought you just post oh you uh, seriously don't know what tiktok is for no no i really don't okay listen it's like a video you post like little video shits right it's basically what it is it's, it's like social media it's like instagram it's like vine instagram snapchat it's it's in that space but you're really right. most people post videos with voiceovers or Music that they use as voiceovers in the background. That's, that's it can be I music, it can be clips of music, um, movies, like shit like that, like whatever. Audio yeah, yeah. and movements. You can that's do different filters or different. That's what I thought it was for, like doing voiceovers and shit like that. Yeah. But then they started doing the challenges on this shit. And right. I'm like, the fuck? I thought this is the voiceover shit. Like, what's going yeah. I mean, of course, a lot of people were using it for that, but there's just a variety of different visual content that you can post there but for different companies the way that you use these different platforms can all work out to your end game product um at, at um you know what i'm saying regardless so it's like everyone can't use it the same way for me doing the voiceovers wouldn't make sense for the podcast you understand what i'm saying right. so the type of content that i'm trying to create for tiktok is going to be slightly different mm. it's going to be more or less bite-sized pieces of what we're already doing here right and then they can swipe up link up or whatever to get to the main episode of whatever that was right 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 just right. because they're giving me 300 dollars of free ad credit so why the fuck not okay. all right well okay. um Somebody else who made it um, made it through that I'm happy is Uber. So remember I was talking a couple of weeks ago about how Uber might be getting shut down in California. And I was looking for different ways of how we was going to get around when we got out there. Because I was like, damn, I was like, I plan on taking Uber and Lyft. Right. And you know, they're in this, this whole little battle over the gig economy and whether they should be able to classify the drivers as independent contractors or whether classify them as employees and have to hire them, pay them insurance on base wages, blah, 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 and all the shit like that. Well, luckily Uber and them got, I guess an extension or some shit. Either way, when we go out there, we, we can still on. catch a all fucking right, Uber. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. That's all we got. But about. I just looked up this other company called curb. Dude, I was getting ready to download the app for, um, oh. it really is for taxi cabs in fleets uh, but how about that thing i heard of it right but you can book it like an uber you know what i'm saying so i mean that was going to be what we were going to do you know what i mean to do cabs and shit fuck yeah me. that's probably more expensive but fuck it fuck yeah i was just going to get us in a central location where we really didn't have to you really should say fucking and rent a car if that was the case right was, yeah shit fuck it that's fuck it <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> um sierra um so there's been a lot of people like doing interviews just like I don't know, like giving up the giving up the secrets, you know what I'm saying? Like 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 just because there's nothing really going on. Like no one's really doing performances. I know that Lil Uzi Vert did this live performance um from Title. It was like live streaming from Title uh -huh. and it was like a virtual performance. It looked pretty decent i i looked in on it for a little while oh, yeah. megan the stallion is getting ready to do one um so we'll see how that goes so title looks to be trying to put out a nice little lineup of like virtual concerts and shit like that mm. but other than that you know ain't no touring going on so um sierra was talking about how goodies was gonna be um britney spears song oh wow imagine that though that would have went yeah I was about to say, everybody was like, hey, like, oh my God, look at God, blah, blah, blah. It was like, you know, you, you could tell that um, a song is meant for somebody because that song wouldn't have been the same if it was Britney Spears. And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, now that I really think about it, if I listen to, if I know who Britney Spears is, and I think about Diddy the- Pablo on it, that's for damn sure. No, but I don't think it would have needed it. Nah. It would have had somebody like, uh, who was, uh, 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 
white enough black rapper <laughs> at, the main, at that time. I don't know. Like, I can't uh, even think. I could see a Nelly or something on there. Uh, Carrie Hilson said that the lines um, in the songs where people thought that she was taking shots at Sierra and Beyonce were songs that were written by other people, like in a label, like on purpose, because that's what they wanted us to think was going on. And she was a young artist and she didn't want to say anything. So what, she just let it happen. What song? Um, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I was about to say. The, the song that they referenced was one song called Turning Me On, oh, yeah, um, where she said something like, way. you can dance, she can sing, we need to move it down. Like, I, don't, I mean, I don't really care about the lyrics, but what I'm saying is that, of course, you've heard the rumor. I about the lyrics. I want to know what the fuck it was saying. Right. <laughs> I mean, I've never really paid attention to, to, to the lines and the songs, but I, I've always heard that Carrie Hilson, the reason why she didn't succeed the way that people may have thought she was going to based on her talent was because Beyonce nah, beca- because of Beyonce they, they, when she got married to Serge Ibaka he made her stop he stopped her whole shit well we're talking about long before that nah, nah, nah. before that her at one didn't bo- stop until she at got one point in time Carrie Hilson was supposed to be no, you remember yeah. she was just in, she was in movies and everything before all of that son she was about to go Carrie Hilson was about to go. Damn, she got married and Serge Ibaka said no. And that's why she back out here trying to jump back out here and do all the little shit she Ain't she doing like talk shows or something like that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. I mean, obviously she's doing something. That's where that interview came from. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. And now she back out here trying to jump back out here. Um. All right, I'm about to burn this record. It's from Chief Keith and Mike Will made it. Shit called Bang Bang. bang. But it's not just me. Bitch, I flex, flexing on my ex with a 
fucking check You think you hot cause you got a boss Your shit could get checked I'm so hard, what a bitch boss I be playing chess Oh my god, what a build a roll He hit him in the chest Now he did, leave his ass red Hit him with her tip That mean my tech so fucking high Hit 10 for 6 and neck Like you was bad before Christmas Eve Bitch, that's what you get Like I was blind and it happened tonight I don't know where you at You've been burned. Alright, yo, so um So 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 hold up. You ain't gonna run past that. I said something about putting some real nigga music on there. <laughs> this nigga went and got some chief key. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> bang bang. Alright. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um Sotheby's is selling um, they're auctioning off you said Socrates. South, Sotheby's, you know what I'm saying? Like the auction house that does all like the art auctions and all that stuff like that or whatever. Well, all right. Well, there's a big auction going up. That's the first for hip hop. Um, the King of New York crown that Biggie had in the photograph, as well as the original, um, specially sized prints of the photograph and the contact sheet are auctioning off for an average of 200000 to $300,000 at this auction, as well as 22 autograph love letters written by Tupac when he was 16 years old to somebody named Kathy Loy. Who was his high school sweetheart? Those are estimated value of sixty thousand to eighty thousand dollars. For love letters? Um, yeah, but this is basically saying this is memorabilia. So this is like, like for instance, like if there is a Babe Ruth baseball or something like that, yeah. right? That would auction off for some super high number amount of money. Right. So right now for hip hop. The love letters of Tupac Shakur as a teenager and the crown of Biggie from a photograph. I read is that co- somebody found a locker. With all Kobe memorabilia in it, like real Kobe locker room stuff, like sneakers. Oh and wow! Signed Kobe jerseys and all this type of shit. I don't know if it was from Kobe or if a super fan had it and you know, right, right. Somebody passed away and something like that, but they found a locker with a whole bunch of Kobe stuff. And whoever they got the locker, they said for like a hundred and something dollars. You know how? Yeah. How oh you, yeah. You know you when you go to the storage joints. Yeah. 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 Matter of fact, they said it was a regular on the TV show, The Storage Wars. Oh wow. And they said it wasn't on the TV show, but they went and did one of their things and bought a locker for a hundred and thirty. You feel me? And found a whole bunch of Kobe memorabilia. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that's nuts. Um. Talk about come up. So do you, do you sell that stuff or do you keep it? Um, if it's me, I as a Kobe fan, as a Kobe fan, I keep most of it. There may be something that I sell, mm. but the rest of it I keep. But keep in terms of, <laughs> I donate to some type of higher museum type of institution okay you know what i'm saying and and, and keep it within the uh, i'm thinking wealth wise you know what i'm saying like i I would i would donate yeah like it would still uh, i would still own it but i would allow it to be placed in the you know what i'm saying like the the smithsonian level of the the hall of fame you know what i'm saying like shit like that yeah it's like sneakers and a whole bunch of shit Mm -hmm. i'm keeping the sneakers i'm selling everything else (laughs) <laughs> right um, so, and the jerseys it was a whole bunch of no nah, i mean I'm, i wouldn't like, like I don't, i'm not jerseys. saying i would re- re- rent it out i mean i don't really know how what the business side of it is but i know that like rich white people if they have like an original like mozart sheet music right they let it sit at a display at yeah, the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what this business on the back side of that is, but they let it be there oh, no, for people to see it. Of course there's some type of business. Right. So whatever that business is, <laughs> if I had, had that is, Kobe Bryant is, locker, yeah. Which is AKA renting it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's one of those moments, like I said. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. They're renting it out. Renting uh, it out. All right. Rental spoons. Rental <laughs> oh, you got random spoons. Oh, random spoons. <laughs> um, 
50 Cent and T.I. are officially doing this show together um, called 24-7. It's basically um, T.I. is going to be playing uh, a hip-hop cop, basically. Wow. Yeah. After everything that just happened. <laughs> you just got caught in Crime Stoppers. Um, and now you're going to go play a hip-hop cop. So hey, the song um is ba- I mean the show is based off of the book Notorious COP the inside story of Tupac Biggie and Jam Master yeah, yeah, J yeah, investigations yeah. from MIPD's first hip hop cop Derek Parker so so Fifty Cent is producing the actual TV show Ti is going to be playing the Derek Parker character I don't know if they're going to actually call him that but he's playing a character based off of him. Which is going to be a hip hop cop, I guess, now, in if some they type do of this right. This should be a hit because right. I, I was I done watched a lot of interviews with Derek and yeah. the whole behind the scenes of how everything was happening back in the night. And the way he detailed it and everything like that, it was good stories. Now here's you know what I'm saying. saying? Like, I don't know if they're doing the actual stories of like Biggie and shit like that. I think they're doing like a actual series, like Power. Nah, you got. But it's gonna be based off, off the idea nah, of you this. You gotta start off with the Biggie and Pac story, or or something that that the the go with who right. he is. I mean, maybe they are. Maybe they are. Be a Biggie and Pac, but some type of symbol, symbol. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because legally, whole, I don't know would, what they. I don't know how. Technically, it would be more interesting if they did the story behind the Big and Tupac. Other than, but legally, are they? Would they be allowed to do that? From Derek's point of view, yeah. For for two things that are still technically open investigations. I mean, he's not technically investigating the crimes. Now. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe but they can. I'm as, saying, as far as I, yeah. how everything went. Back then. Right. And you could leave it open-ended at the end as far as still being investigated. Yeah, I just don't think... I don't know I if mean, they can... I mean, we know who killed Tupac, supposedly. I mean, do we? I mean, I don't know if they can do a TV show and say, I have a character named Tupac in it that gets killed. They, I think they can have a, a, a character that's like that, but I'm not sure if they can make a TV show with a character who's a rapper named Tupac who gets killed. And I mean, one... that's all if it's... Uh, uh, Biography, autobiography. Right. I mean, but maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Because they didn't really say. Tupac has been depicted in movies since he, he, his death. Right. He was in, uh, what you call it? What's the movie about uh, NWA and all? You yeah. Me? He was depicted yeah. in NWA. He was depicted in his own movie. So whoever, well, I guess Athena is not here no more. Right. So I don't know who you would have to talk to as far as his people or whatever. Yeah, I that's what I'm saying. She okayed all of those. Like, if I'm reading this correctly, I think this is a regular TV show like Power, except for it's based on the main character being the Derek the Derek Parker type of person. Right. But it's gonna be some fictional rapper that they made up that he's gonna be investigating on. I don't know. Yeah. I'm more interested in a real story. Yeah. But we know how the story ends and then I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like But we don't know well I d I watched it. Then they have to speculate, like 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 like, if it's coming from his point of view, it ain't no speculation. Yeah, but nobody knows who killed Biggie. So we We don't have to we don't have to have the ending of who killed who. It's all it's not the ending what we are interested in. We want the behind the scenes of his investigation and who you was looking at and who was the suspicious one. Right, but think about it. What if you was one of the niggas who he was looking at suspicious, right? But no, but well, we, but we, did. but we don't know that, that they was looking at you as a suspect for some reason. Everybody now you gonna did. be, now you gonna be all on the TV now. Shit, <laughs> everybody did, except, except for Diddy. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> do we know that everybody's dead? We don't know the behind the scenes. Well, that's what I want to know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I want to know. We don't have to use their names. It's not. It's not like you're gonna be like. Oh, All right, man. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we don't have to use their names. Orlando yeah, yeah, yeah. Anderson was in the car and uh-huh. with Keefe D. And you feel me? We don't have to do all of that. All right. You feel me? We we could they could have different names. Well, somebody else that want a different name, or he don't even want you to put his likeness or his name in this story is Chris Brown. 
He's tired of his name coming up in this Meg and Tory shit, and I feel him. How is his name coming because up? Because people keep comparing Chris, Chris Brown, Brown like, Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so, that's, that's, I mean, it, it's crazy that he, he has to keep reliving that horrible moment in his life. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, it's what, been 10 years now. You feel me? 11 years, something like that. Right. And been a decade. So, he's basically trying still obviously move on from that situation yeah feel me just because people see people don't know just because you smile and laugh and he making money and he could that could be something he's still battling you feel me oh yeah definitely because you know because, because yeah definitely like you don't know so I, uh yeah bring yeah back it's just one of those things where it's like you it sucks when people when there's a whole situation going on it doesn't involve you Mm-hmm. And people who are trying to make an argument on one side or the other side are using you as like a rule of thumb to judge it against. Like right. that's the fucked up part to where it's like Chris Brown's mind is motherfucking business. All right. So, got, so who, what's another rule of judgment then? Like what's, <laughs> who else is that like? Definitely 6 9 now. You feel me? Uh, like, yeah, 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 it yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, <laughs> because yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Rihanna and Chris Brown, that situation is going to be forever, especially with our generation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that was big. The two biggest pop stars, right? In the media, Young Love. You feel me? Like yeah, that's that was big. Right. So uh, he's not going to get away from that, no matter how good or he's not going to just like. Soon as Kobe died, people wanted to bring up his situation. Right, exactly. You get what There's I'm just saying, certain shit like, that you can't get away from. But it's fucking crazy. He's dead. You feel yeah, me? Like, yeah. how you still bringing that up? Um. All right. So Tammy um, Waka Flocka's wife almost got into it with Meg, and then I guess they apologized to each other, or maybe not. Maybe nobody did. But what happened was this nigga. There was this dude named Cash Talk that was talking shit about Meg, trying to get um. I guess, you know, some retweets and shit or whatever it was, right? But um, he was talking about that she's unladylike, smashing all these niggas, running around, da, 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 and all this. Um, Waka Flocka seen a picture of him reposted by the Shade Room and commented, like, 100 on it. Because of the T-shirt the nigga was wearing, Waka Flocka owns part of the company called Dro, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Meg, I guess, thought... Apparently, according to her, long story short, he said something. She thought that he was fucking like trying to agree with whatever this nigga cash talk was saying. I'm just like, yo, why? Whatever people's feelings are about whatever they have feelings about at this moment right now. Why does anyone think that it's smart to say something negative in the direction of Megan the Stallion right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, she, she's a headline. <sighs> Negative or positive is going to come. You feel me? You can't have one without the other. Right. Can't have But it was this huge misunderstanding, failure. apparently. And but technically, she put herself in that situation. Right. Like, one of the best quotes I heard is when Drake said, of course, is a Drake said. Uh-huh. He said, a wise man once said nothing at all. Right. You feel me? Just keep your motherfucking mouth shut. And you and a lot of people will probably be out of like a lot less trouble. Yeah, you know like she commented he ain't passed the ninth grade, so something or something. She claimed she wasn't talking about Waka, which I believe. She's probably talking about the nigga who was talking shit about her. Tammy was probably just reaching in the first place thinking that Meg was talking about him in the first place and she misunderstood it. Whatever whatever it was, it was a whole little messy little thing, but it was just funny as shit watching it go back and forth because I could tell that it wasn't about nothing, but I'm just right. looking at this shit like of girls girls being girls turning right. some shit up, right? You know what I'm saying? Then Waka sitting over here in the cut not knowing what the fuck going right. on. Like, he don't know nothing. He was just commenting on a picture of a t-shirt he saw. He ain't read that fucking post. Right. He ain't reading no damn Instagram captions and shit. Right. He saw a t-shirt. That he invests into the company on. Um, and look, whole time, 
the girls, you feel me? Now it's probably beef. Or even if they did apologize, now they still side eyeing each other. Right. Over nothing. Over nothing. <laughs> over nothing. Because you know that's how girls are, right? <laughs> over nothing. Yeah. Well, we didn't have a really have a situation, but this is what happened. And ever since then, I don't like her. <laughs> like, <laughs> you never had a reason not to like her in the beginning. Oh, uh, man. niggas, all you could do is, like, oh, all right, well, all right. Nod your head. All right, so Stephen A. Smith said LeBron James oh, rubbed a lot God. of players the wrong way, um, the younger right. players, because apparently in this meeting, um, he grabbed the mic and made statements such as, um, I have to do this, that, and the third X, Y, and Z for the players beneath me. Um, I guess it was the term beneath me that a lot of people had a problem with. Um, I understood it. I understood why they had a problem, and I understood why he just misspoke and didn't mean what they are trying to say he meant, but it was a huge little misunderstanding in the midst of to play or not to play. All right, but even still, he wasn't wrong. Right. Because beneath me, if you the face, face of the league, you feel me, technically all the other players are beneath you. Right. And if... You are the oldest player in the league, per se. Then all the players are still beneath you. And if you hop on a motherfucking phone to call Obama right. <laughs> about some shit that's going on in the bubble, then all the other motherfucking players are beneath you. Right. So whatever the fuck they talk about is not a conversation because LeBron James is that. You get what I'm saying? For 17 motherfucking years. Technically, 20, because before he was even in the motherfucking league, he was that. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, they, it's just a headline. You get what I'm saying? And I, and I guarantee you, it was no more than out of how many players in the bubble, it couldn't have been no more than a small portion that felt some type of way. You right. get what I'm saying? But because it was one or two or three or four or however, you feel me? Mm-hmm. That's a headline because it's negative. Right, you know right, saying? of course. They, it, like, <clears throat> they try to push an agenda the other other than something positive coming out of this meeting. You get what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, they didn't talk about what were the demands in this deme- in this meeting. They just or, talked about LeBron rubbed LeBron the young niggas the wrong way. Yeah, and like, Stephen A. Smith is the one reporting it. So I that's, mean, of course. Yeah, you feel so, me? yeah. He be doing his coon. You know, this coon job. It's all right. Go ahead. You feel me? Him, him and Terry Crews uh-huh. is on their best coon. But anyway, they try to push a different agenda to, I guess, uh, mislead us or misguide us. And now the the everybody's talking about how LeBron is basically trying to put everybody under him as a I guess a player or a person or right. whatever. Whatever they trying to when he probably re- meant for the players that's coming behind me, he's about to retire in the next three to five years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Beneath me, behind me, same meaning, same difference. You know what I'm saying? And, and I mean and like in all reality, I mean for for them right now in the bubble and what they're doing for what it's worth, if LeBron just stopped playing right now, if LeBron stopped playing and didn't play basketball ever again from this day forward, doesn't really affect like the outcome of the trajectory of his life. Right. I mean like in the terms of basketball and all the little stats that we want to argue of who's this and who's that and how many rings this and this that and third and stats and numbers of course is going to come into play. But in the grand scheme of things of like LeBron James as as becoming a billionaire and things of that nature and shit like that, has no real fucking effect on it. But the players underneath him, the players coming up from under him, right. this does matter for you guys. Right. This matters a lot more for you guys right. than it does for him in certain terms. There is, is certain terms where it matters the same for you all as basketball players. But there's certain situations where for him, it matters a lot less than it does matter right. for you. Right, right. Because he's only going to be around for maybe one more collective right. bargain agreement. You feel me? And then who takes the direction then? Who's going to be the voice and the leader? Right. You feel me? Because before LeBron, the NBA really didn't have really didn't have a voice when it came to shit like this as far as the face of the league holding a position or a stance on a particular right. subject. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan was the face of the league. And he, like he said, he wasn't 
into politics or he, he nah. just played basketball. Right. Kobe, same way. Right. You know what I'm saying? LeBron James is tackling both at the same time. You feel right, me? So, right. He's getting into it. Right. And, right. and for him to, like, people want to say uh, him and Kawhi voted to end the league or end the season, you feel me? Like, which, which is rightfully so because right. if he don't take that position or that stance, then – they might not follow. Right. You feel me? If somebody that that barely played or say I'm not coming to the game today or I'm boycotting, then they're going to be like, nigga, you barely play anyway. Right, right, right. You feel right, me? Like, right, the fuck right. are you boycotting? But for him as the face of the league to take that stance in that position and have the second in command take the same stance, you feel me, is that much more powerful. Meaning saying to the other people, we're not scared to do this. Right. You feel me? Most people think LeBron needs this uh need the NBA or or he has this selfish uh uh goals that he needs to set or whatever when he's showing y'all right here that he don't care about this is more important than what the fuck he got to accomplish. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It all depends how you look at it. All right. But he wasn't wrong. What you rolling on the blue cookies? Yes, sir. All right, yeah, I'm ready to smoke and watch TV and probably fall asleep in this bitch. You already, you smoke, already man. know. You already know. Uh, so we yeah, out of here. That's about it. All right. If you want to listen to more, visit our official website at www.itsnotjustmepodcast.com.